Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. hosts jason and cody i'm jason and i'm cody welcome to episode 23 of the talking disney podcast i'm your host jason and once again i'm here with my co-host cody how you doing cody doing doing all right jason i'm doing fine Doing all right all right it's been uh what 10 days or so since we recorded last uh i know we had visitors uh from our family so kind of maybe put us off on uh recording i know my dad came out i know your mom was out um right yep but but we're back again so uh and i do have some disney things that i got this week that i wanted to share uh i think you did too you you probably yours is probably a little more cooler than mine but uh we'll see i uh, actually came across a a book called the life and times of ward kimball maverick of disney animation that i had to order and it wasn't too expensive. Maybe I think maybe I paid nine bucks for it. So that's um, not bad. No, not at all. So I'm gonna start reading that. I'm not a huge reader, but um, is it how is it a very big book? I'm surprised it was that cheap. Yeah, I I don't remember what I paid for it, but it's not it's not too big. If you include all the all the acknowledgments and the bibliography and the index and all that, it's 298 pages. So. Um, I think with the actual, just the, the book part, it's two fifty something. So, uh, and then I ordered, a on eBay, I made a bid on a couple, uh, of, uh, Disney 23 magazines from almost 10 years ago, uh, 2009 and 2010, a total of four of them. Uh, mainly I wanted to get it cause the, the spring 2010, um, issue it's it was celebrating 70 years of movies and magic at the walt disney studio and had a cool cover uh so i'll i'll get into that probably this week and read it and uh, but it also came with another one from fall of 2009 with uh, tangled on the cover uh this one summer of 2010 with toy story 3 and then winter of 2009 with uh the princess and the frog on the cover so nice uh, i'm i may decide to if i see them on, on ebay and you know they're fairly inexpensive make a bid on them and uh, see 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 if i can collect as many as i can once i actually become a gold member then i'll, I'll be able to get them uh but i'll have to collect the old ones so so tell us about your new purchase that i'm jealous of are you jealous? I don't know if you've told I, me you're jealous. I'm, I, I'm actually a little jealous because I don't actually collect them, but if I would, it would be great to start with that one. So Yeah, well, it's 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 limited. They only made 1,500 of these, and it was from, oh, gosh, where's the box? I don't even know. Wasn't what it the New York City Comic Con or something, no. or New York Comic Con? Or... I've got the box right here. I'm trying to remember where it's actually from. This was the new the 2019... New York Comic Con. It's a Funko Pop, and it is the 
Matterhorn, Bobsled, and Mickey Mouse Pop Rides, uh, number 66. And basically, they only made, as of right now, um, I don't know if they ever go back and make more of these if they're popular, but it is one of 1,500. And I was kind of disappointed because there was not like, your piece is actually number... 727 of the 1500, right? So they're not, they're not individually numbered. They're not individually numbered. There's just a sticker on it saying that it's an exclusive, um, of 1500 pieces, which kind of worries you sometimes because then they could go back and make more and not even say anything. Right. Because you, you wouldn't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't know. So I kind of wish that it was actually numbered or there was a certificate or something inside the box that said what number it was on, but but no, um, so, but basically it's, it's Mickey and he's wearing a little, uh, yodeling outfit and he's got a little hat with a feather in it calls it macaroni. Isn't, isn't, uh, is that the brave Taylor outfit or is that, is that different? Um, I don't think it's the brave Taylor outfit. I'm actually Googling it right now. See if I, uh, hmm, kind of looks like it's it. Got red, uh, maybe red not. shorts, green like suspenders and a green hat with a yellow feather. Yeah, no, it's, it's different. You said a yellow feather, yellow feather. Yeah. Brave, brave Taylor's got a green hat with a red feather, blue shirt, uh, okay. red pants. Yeah. So. He's not wearing any shirt, just green suspenders and his red okay. shorts. Right. So, so no, he's shirtless. Huh? He's shirtless. <laughs> That's the only way to do the Matterhorn is shirtless. It's risque. They let you get away with it. <laughs> um, so basically, he's in the old fashioned, the retro bobsled from the Matterhorn, the the two seater, if you will, the the tandem style seats, um, and it's got the Disneyland Matterhorn. It's not really a crest, but like logo shield looking thing on the like the nose of the bobsled. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. And so the bobsled itself is actually sitting on a track um, and underneath the track, it's got like snow and, and dirt and stuff to make it look like it's actually on the Matterhorn. So it's pretty cool. I saw it. I saw it. How long ago did I first see it? Was it? Uh, it was one? around the time of the Comic-Con. Well, yeah, but I didn't go to the Comic-Con. I don't no, know no, no, right, when it right, actually was. Right. But we saw it, we saw it online. I mean, you, you maybe even texted me a picture of it. I think I did when they, when they released what came out for the Comic-Con right. and I saw it and I immediately went to eBay and I saw one for a, a whopping $500. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a little out of my budget. That's a, that's a bargain. <laughs> Um, and then I don't know, I just decided to look again to see if if the price came down or if there were any others on eBay that had not quite steep of a price. Um, and I eventually, uh, put a bid in on this particular auction and I ended up going past what I told you would be like, I won't spend any more than this amount on it. Right. Right. Sometimes you do that. Yeah. Um, Yep, but I ended up winning. Um, I don't feel like I spent too much on it, but it wasn't five hundred dollars. So no, no, no. But he, yeah, it's he's cool. pretty I mean, cool. I like him. I would, I would like to get my hands on one one day. And actually, I I commented on and retweeted and liked a post from uh, 
the original Funko uh, Twitter page uh, to try to win one because they were they were giving one away, but I don't think I won it because I haven't heard anything. So. One of the original fifteen hundred, or are they making more? No, I think it's one of the original fifteen hundred. Uh, maybe that they kept to, to give away. I, 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 it just would have been cool to, to, to get it for free and then text you and say, Hey, look what I got. And when you say, Hey, how much did you spend? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, no such luck right. there, pal. That's all right. So you, you added it to your collection. I still have never bought one of those. Uh, well, we I, were looking I, at some when we, we actually happened to be together a month or yeah. so ago. Yeah, there's there's a few that I want, a few a few of the Mickey ones that I've seen. I would like the Matterhorn one. You have the Splash Mountain one too, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so I have one that's a Splash Mountain log that has Brer Bear and Brer Rabbit riding in the log. I also right. have the Pete's Planet truck from Toy Story that has Buzz Lightyear driving it, and then I have a Pirates of the Caribbean. One for the red pirate um, after they kind of changed the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction at Disneyland and they changed the auction scene and they, you know, they now have red the pirate, and the, the female redhead pirate. Um, they made a Funko Pop for her and I have that one. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I haven't bought any. Uh, the wife thinks they kind of look weird. Uh like the big eyes and stuff. She's not real. She's not a real big fan of them, but uh, yeah, I'll get one eventually or some. But. So you think you eventually will somewhere down the, down the road, at least have one. Yeah. At least one. I want the, I want the, the steamboat Willie Mickey one. That was like the one out of that kind of little <laughs> collection that we couldn't find that. We day. couldn't find. Yeah. Yeah. We found all the other ones, but could not find that one. So. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. So eventually. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they're cool, especially the park ride ones. Um, maybe they'll get some more. You, I mean, they don't have anything for, I, I think like, I don't know. They don't have any Haunted Mansion ones. Do they like with the ride specific, like maybe the doom buggy? They they do. They have, I think it's, oh, they, I do. they have one. I know specifically, I think it's Ezra in a doom buggy. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I don't know cool. if they have one for all of the hitchhiking ghosts or if it's just Ezra. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to get like a like a Peter Pan one, you know, with the pirate ship kind oh, of thing. I don't think that's one. I haven't seen one for that, so yeah, that know. one would be pretty cool. Yeah, just different rides. Um, yeah, you know, maybe I don't know. Indiana they, they, Jones. They I mean, have any of the rides. They have a Mr. Toad one, and I think it's even called like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but it's just Toad. It doesn't have his car or anything. Oh, uh, okay. So I was kind of disappointed okay. in that. If it was him actually in in the car, in the car, I probably would have sprung for that one. Yeah, or at least put it on like my list to try to acquire. Right. But it was just it was just Toad. Right. All right. So that's all I got for my new Disney stuff. I think. Uh, bought some movies but i talked about those last time i still haven't bought toy story 4 i need to go buy that um i don't know if you did you buy it do you oh did you have your toy story marathon uh it wasn't a marathon so my mom came to visit me and she hadn't seen toy story 3 or toy story 4 she had seen one and two but uh she's i mean she likes movies but she's never been a really big like avid movie person because 
um, her husband doesn't like movie theaters, so they never really go and see movies right. in the theater. And then she doesn't rent movies very often, and she doesn't really buy them either, especially if she hasn't seen them. She just won't go out and buy one. So we watched... Um, I ended up having to buy Toy Story 3 so we could watch that one. Because um, I was like, well, you should probably watch Toy Story 3 before watching Toy Story 4. Isn't that your favorite Toy Story? Which one? Oh, no, no. Yours yours is 2, right? Mine's 2. two um, yeah, that's four right. Is probably a good runner-up. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I really like 1 and 2 probably the best, but 2 is my favorite. Okay, yeah. Because I like what I like about two is that compared to one is I like the fact that Buddy and Woods are actually friends rather than like at each other's throats. You know? Yeah. Oh, I I can see that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, let's uh, get into a little bit of uh, Disney news that's happened since we last recorded. Um, I know. I think we had mentioned in the last episode about the opening of the Disney Skyliner in Walt Disney World. I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure we talked about it opening. Yeah. But I know we haven't talked about anything that's happened since it's open. Uh, well, there was an, an incident that occurred, and it wasn't open for very long, I don't believe. Was it less than a week? I think it was six days. Six days, yeah. And I I still don't know exactly what happened. I know some of the cars stopped. I think a couple empty cars or g- gondolas or whatever you want to call them. But I don't, I'm not sure what they're calling them. But uh, I believe they're uh, called gondolas. Okay. A couple of empty ones I heard kind of crashed into each other. There was people stranded for, for many, many hours. Um, discovered that Disney had given them some emergency kits that included, uh, what'd you say? Water, uh, different things to get you by, I guess, until they could come rescue you. Uh, a lot of, most of them had to be what they had to be carried down. Right. I, I'm not, I saw, some of them looked like they were rappelling down to get off the rides. Yeah, so uh, they, they obviously they had to bring in emergency personnel. And I think some people, they kind of used um, like the the ladder on fire trucks and whatever okay. sort of safety cables or harnesses they needed to do with that. I think I did see some where, you know where you see people working on like electrical lines and then they're in those buckets, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw some of those. Um, but my question is, I don't know the particular trajectory of this particular line that the incident occurred on the line of the skyway, but they call it the, I think they call it like the Epcot line, but it was at the, the Riviera resort station. And I, so I don't know if that particular line goes over any waterways, but I know because I've seen pictures, there are some areas of some of the lines that on the skyway water. that are completely above water, like the, right. the poles, the, the pillars that hold up um, the, the, the lines are in the water. So, I mean like, right. so f- I don't know if, if there was an incident on one of those lines, it would be extremely difficult to get people out of them right. if they couldn't get it moving within a timely manner some kind of boat or something, but the one, the pictures I've seen where they're over the water, they actually don't look like they're that high. Uh, so shoot, I'll jump off. I mean, I don't know. Come and come and get a boat and I'll swim. Well, to the, you, well so. here's the thing though. Can a guest open the door oh, yeah. from inside while it's maybe not, not yeah. at the stage? Probably, 
probably a safety thing. Yeah. Right. Because they wouldn't want people just opening the door and jumping out. That would be a big problem for them. So according to the Disney parks blog, they they did a, they did a complete review with the manufacturer. They've made adjustments to their processes and training and they've improved how they communicate with the guests during their flight on the Disney Skyliner. Uh, But nowhere in here does it say exactly what caused uh, the incident. It it does go on to say similar to a ski lift system, the Skyliner may slow or come to stops during the ride. Uh, particularly when we need to accommodate guests who require additional time to load. Um, so there, there'll still be times where it'll come to a stop and you may not be going and people may get a little worried, but uh, that's a normal thing. Uh, it should continue on shortly after that. But yeah, nothing that says why it happened or what happened. Uh, if it was user error, um, electronic error, who, yeah, it doesn't say. Obviously, I don't think they're going to put that out to the general public right now. So, right. I don't know. Did you see anything that had a cause? No, um, nothing more than what you saw. I think they're trying to protect themselves and not admit, you know, too much. Right. Uh, right. Obviously they can't say, well, this wasn't our fault at all, but you know, they're not, I don't think they're going to outwardly say this, this is the exact reason that, you know, you know, so there's probably, you know, some sort of legal stance behind it where they don't want to admit to too much fault. Yeah. I know they, I know they tried to, uh, when the, uh, when they actually got the guests off and uh, they gave them certain, I heard some people got fast passes or whatever it may be. I, I don't know if that was worth it for three hours, but, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully they, they tried to make it up to them somehow. Right. All right, we'll stay over in in the Florida area. Uh, wanted to mention this real quick, uh, just because I'll I'll tell t- I'll tell you why in a second. But in 2019, the uh, Typhoon Lagoon uh, celebrated its 30th anniversary of opening. So 2019, that would mean it opened in what 1989? No, yeah, 89. So, uh, and I just mentioned that because. I I would love it if there was a water park at Disneyland uh, where they you know it, it it would just be cool to be be able to you know we we normally spend four or five days there but maybe spend a six day there and have one of those days right in the middle where you can just go relax in a water park and you know kind of do nothing and just hang hang out. So now, are there uh, any? water parks near Disneyland, obviously not owned by Disney, but just anywhere in that general vicinity within there. When I lived there and I'm pretty sure it is still there, but I am looking up now, there was a place called raging waters. It was in, um, San Dimas, California. Yeah. And it's still there. Yeah. And actually the way we take to get there, uh, when we take the 15 down from Vegas, we go to the 210, and I don't know if you guys cut down the 57. Yeah. When, when you go, but uh, you pass uh, where it should be off to your left. You can't really see it because inside it's there's mountains hiding and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. But um, there there's a water park called Raging Waters that I that I went to when I was a kid. Okay, um, and apparently it's still there. I just I haven't been there and shoot. What what am I? Uh, I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, I'm 45. So <laughs> uh, I haven't been there since I was probably 14 or 15. So. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty good size water park. Fifty, it says fifty world class rides, slides, and attractions. So, oh wow, yeah. So yeah. what that that's what 
30, 35 miles away, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not too far. Um, I mean, well, go ahead and talk, talk, talk a minute and I will. Uh, okay. Well, I, I mean, find- it, it is what it is, but, but basically if, if you're coming from somewhere that's not really local and the, unlike Disney world, there's not a convenient place other than your hotel pool, which sometimes hotel pools can be really nice. And sometimes they're just, yeah, you know, they're just, right. they're just a hotel pool, you know? But yeah, if you're going down to Disneyland and especially during the summer um, and even early spring into or, or late spring into early fall, the weather's really nice and a pool or a water park could be nice for a lot of people. Yeah, it's actually, I just looked up, it's 25 miles. Oh, I was going to say so 25, 25 miles 30, north of Disney. And then I second guessed myself yeah. and said 30 to 35. <laughs> yeah, it's not that, it's not that far. Right now it says the drive's 36 minutes. Obviously that changes with traffic and accidents and stuff, but right. Uh, so yeah, 25 miles. Some parts of the day, it'll take you three hours to get there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now I have gotten, and this was many, many years ago and I drove right by there, but, uh, one time we had gone to Disneyland and took, take, took one of the kids, but we only took them for a certain, like for a day or two. And I was taking them back to my parents' house, which they lived in Hesperia at the time. Uh, and I got to, from Disneyland to Hesperia. I think I left Disneyland at nine 30 and I got to Hesperia at like 10 Oh five. So what? yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I might've been going a little fast. You would uh, have had to have been going a little fast. Maybe it was 10, 10, but it, it wasn't, <laughs> there was no, there was no traffic at all. Uh, that's crazy. So yeah, maybe 10, 15, but it wasn't, it wasn't nowhere near the, the time it normally takes you. So yeah, I was, I, I was back there. I was there and back. And I actually stopped and got something at, at, at in and out to, to eat. Uh, I, mean, I was there and back in less than like two and a half hours, maybe two hours and 15 minutes. And that's, that's there and back. Cause it was, it was, it was a crazy short, short amount of time, but I, you know, I was obeying all the speed limits and stuff. Wink, wink. So <laughs> there was no cops out at the time. <laughs> at least none that wanted to deal with you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, 30 years, uh, so it, it'd be cool one. I know you've been to Walt Disney world, but you didn't go to any of the water parks, right? No. Well, they were closed when I went. Cause I went, uh, like the second or third week of Jan, I think it was the third week of January. Okay. So they closed all of them down. They weren't open. Gotcha. So we couldn't have gone if we wanted to, but no, we didn't go. Okay. All right. So. I mean, I didn't want to scare children um, by taking my shirt <laughs> off. So you can leave your shirt on. Well, I didn't want to uh, swim <laughs> shirts just really aren't my thing. Here. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the next, the next thing I saw, well, uh, um, oh, before ahead, we ahead, move on, I, I wanted to ask you, um, cause you mentioned that it might be nice to have, um, a, a Disney owned right. water park over, um, at Disneyland in California. Now there's been rumors or, Every now and then there's rumors, but there's definitely people that have proclaimed that they want a third gate um, at the Disneyland Resort. If Disney were to do a third gate in Anaheim, would you want it to be uh, another theme park or would you want it to be a water park? I think I think a water park would be cool. If, if, if they let me choose, I would say a water park. Um, 
I mean, you've got great weather. Uh, I don't know if it, I, I don't remember if raging waters stays open all year round. Um, sounds like the one in Walt Disney world closes certain, certain times of the year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would love for it to be a water park. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you? okay to be wrong, but you know, no, no, I'm, I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I've already been wrong once this year, so I've met my quota. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I think it would it would it would be it would be cool to have a water park i mean it'd be cool to have in you know anything but uh i would be in favor of a water park yeah yeah oh all right let's see next thing i want to talk about frozen 2 coming out in november uh but if you are um visiting some Disney parks are, share, are sailing on a Disney cruise line. You're going to get an early glimpse of some scenes from Frozen 2. Uh, starting on November 3rd, uh, special, it says a special look at moments from the film will pre- be presented in the Hyperion Theater at Disneyland California Adventure Park. Um, in addition, it will be shown at, it says in the Studio Theater at Walt Disney Studios Park in Disneyland Paris. Um, starting on November 4th and then at Hollywood studios, Disney's Hollywood studios beginning on November 5th. And if you're on board a cruise line during the month of November, you'll get to see the special sneak, I guess, preview of it. And frozen two comes out in November, uh, on November 22nd. So, so if you happen to be in one of those places, you get to see, a special sneak peek. And I remember the last one I saw, I think it was a special sneak peek for Wreck-It Ralph at Disneyland, but I had already seen the movie. So, uh, oh, but it was still okay. kind of cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, they, they, they played it longer than, you know, after the movie was out, they, they were still playing it. Yeah. They had so. that Wreck-It Ralph one up for a while after the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. I so, I know I saw a preview, a sneak preview for Jungle Book before it came out. Okay. The the live action remake Jungle Book. Right. I'm trying to remember if I have seen any Oh, Dumbo. I also saw the preview for the Dumbo. Dumbo, right. And that was in the Lincoln Theater, right? The Great Dumbo Moments. was in the Lincoln Theater, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sticking around. Oh, actually this is both parks and this is something we were, we were talking, talking about earlier. And I, I think it's really cool. Um, if you have the Disney play Disney park app, um, they have achievements on there. If you go on certain rides, you get a little, I guess it's a badge or yeah, it'd be a badge. Um, but they've announced that they're going to bring out some new ones. Um, and actually there's going to be some that if you go on, and get the badge on that ride, you'll then be able to uh, buy a, a pin that actually matches that, uh, that, that badge. That's, that's at least what I got from the, um, from the thing. Let me, let me, let me start, start at the beginning. So if you're at Disneyland resort, uh, they're adding uh, Roger Roberts cartoon spin, uh, Pinocchio's daring journey, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Alice in Wonderland, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Main Street Cinema, and the Disneyland Story presenting great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Uh, over in uh, DCA, Little Mermaid, Monsters, Inc., 
uh, Pixar Pal Around, and Frozen Live at the Hyperion. Oh, there's a long list for Disney World, obviously. Let's see. Magic Kingdom Park, Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor, Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Walt Disney Carousel Progress, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Epcot, Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the three Caballeros. I can't even say their name tonight. Uh, Soaring Around the World, uh, Living with the Lamb, Mission Space, uh, Journey, uh, Frozen After After, Test Track, The Seas with Nemo, Spaceship Earth, uh, let's see. Almost done. Disney's Hollywood Studio, Fantasmic, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Alien, Swirling Saucers, Slicky Dog Dash. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Avatar, um, Expedition Everest, uh, Cali River Rat, Rapids Dinosaur, Festival of the Lion King, and Kilimanjaro Safaris. Uh, so basically when you when you go on that ride, you're near the area. It allows you to, to get the badge on your Disney Park Play app. Uh, and then certain ones at Disneyland, uh, Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully, and Radiator Springs Racers, uh, which was already on there, I believe. Uh, I guess if you go on that and you prove that you that you got the badge, then, you're, then you can buy a pen uh, to match the badge. Um, I would assume they would check your, your app to see if you actually went on it. Um, and then Disney's Animal Kingdom Festival of the Lion King and Expedition Everest is the same. You'll, you'll be able to buy a pen. And we were we were talking about these earlier, how they kind of looked like something that they uh, that they had back in. I think it started in 2007 called Gowalla. It was an app where when you would visit places, you could you could sign in or whatever, or you can get the badge. Uh, they had a bunch of Disney ones on there. Uh, it was a cool app that I that I I was always adding new new badges wherever I went. Um, uh, you mentioned you had it also. I did, and I. You might have been the one to kind of turn me on to it because um, I know you had it. And did did James have it yeah. also? James had it also, yeah. Yeah, so I remember going to Disneyland and maybe it was that year where we were all there and we went to like ride makers and stuff. I don't know. Pro- probably, yeah. Um, And that was really cool. And I think I downloaded it too. Um, And I started checking in at different places. And it was cool because you could like, like link it with your Facebook. And when you checked in on GoWalla, it would also post on your Facebook that you checked in there. Right. Um, and it would like share your badges and stuff on Facebook that you were earning with GoWalla. And it was just really cool because they, you know, they had like a little pin for every attraction or place that you went at Disneyland and, and places outside of Disneyland. But like, I remember right. if you went to all the mountain attractions at Disneyland, you'd get um, kind of like a pin or like a badge for each attraction, but then you got one that was for like conquering all the mountains or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was just a really cool and a fun concept. Cause it was, it just, I don't know, it added a, another fun element to you going around and doing all these attractions. Yeah. And I remember it, it Goala went away in early 2012 and I didn't remember where it went. I didn't know if it was just, Hey, we're just not going to do this app anymore, but apparently Facebook acquired it. Uh, a lot of the team members joined Facebook. The founder joined Facebook, uh, and uh, they just stopped. I don't know if it was competing with Facebook, so they decided, "Hey, we're going to buy this up. We're going to hire the people, but then we're not going to continue doing what they were doing." So uh, they they all the most of the staff joined Facebook, and then Goala just went away in January of 2012. So 
uh, which is kind of sad because it was it was a fun app that you know when you especially when you're traveling um, to just you know click on where you've been. It's kind of like with the with the travel trailer that that, that we have where we're thinking about buying a little map and as you go to a certain state, you put the sticker on the state. So um, it was it was similar to that. And I, I wish they I wish Facebook would have uh, would have kept up something like with the badge system. I mean, you can check in places and stuff. And, but like, like you said earlier, just you check in somewhere and it just shows you a map, um, like an overlay map of say you're at Disneyland, it, you know, here's Disneyland. It shows you there, but it doesn't really say, yeah, it just, the badge system was a lot cooler. I thought so. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I like checking in, um, on Facebook to, you know, all the different places that I'm going, especially when I'm at Disneyland, but sometimes, it's like, I like to check in that I'm there overall, but I don't necessarily want to be like, oh, now I'm at Space Mountain. Now I'm at Thunder Mountain. Now I'm right. at the Blue Bayou because it's just, it'll have the name of wherever I've actually checked into, but I'm still every time going to get that that city map of Los Angeles with kind yeah. of Disneyland centered in it and then just, you know, yeah, pin stuck it. into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So next time, next time I, I do go, hopefully... I mean, they should still have these. Hopefully, they've got some more, but it'll be fun to collect these. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. So, anything to enhance your experience, I, I, I guess. Hopefully, they just have a decent supply of them because I'd hate to, you know, by the time I finally get back to Disneyland, start doing this and go in to get my pin, and they're like, oh, sorry, we're all out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with the real <laughs> pin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So speaking of experiences, Disneyland, um, Halloween is coming up and it looks like today's the 20th. So there's 11 days left, uh, to experience Halloween. Uh, this article obviously was a couple of days ago that I'm looking at it said 13 days left. So, uh, if you're going to be going to the, to Disneyland in the next week or so, you'll still be able to actually 10 days, you'll still be able to, to see all the Halloween decor and, um, see, see all the cool stuff with, uh, with the Halloween, uh, they've got with the dance party, they've got, we've talked about the parade before, right? Um, what parade? they don't have a parade at DCA for Halloween. Do they? They, oh gosh, we just talked about this, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did. Gosh, I mean, it, I don't know why they take the parade out of the Halloween party just because now it's yeah. the Oogie Boogie Bash. I would assume it's it's still there, but yeah. I think I I've said been, last time I'm not 100% sure. I haven't talked to anybody that's going. And I actually talked to James today. He's going next week. So uh, maybe what? he can. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, hold, <laughs> hold on. I'm calling him right now. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't, so he probably, maybe, he wouldn't maybe, answer me. Yeah, it's it's late. Oh no, it's only nine nine something there. Uh, maybe he can uh, chime in, but I'm sure I'll find it before that. I could have swore there's some type of parade. Maybe not, but there if there are going, words to be had, James. Just <laughs> you uh, watch out. Yeah. So ten more or yeah, ten more days, eleven more more days, and then they start tearing down and getting ready for Christmas. Because um, Christmas starts on what did I tell you earlier? November. 8th uh pretty sure you said yeah, november 8th and it runs through january 6th so um i don't know i've been i've been during halloween i've been during uh christmas 
which one do you prefer if you had to choose oh. one to go to? Oh, that's, that's tough. <laughs> it is tough. Um, I, I am a really big Christmas person in general. Right. Um, I'm even guilty of already seeing a Christmas movie or two this, this year. Oh no. What'd you see? Um, I mean, nothing new, but, oh, okay. um, just some stuff that was on Netflix when my mom was here. Oh, a couple of days ago, Christmas vacation came on. I watched that. So, I mean, Lifetime's already playing <laughs> Christmas movies on their Christmas channel. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so I, I, I really like Christmas. I like Christmas decorations. I go all out for Christmas. I'm a Christmas person, but when it comes to Disneyland, I don't know. I just, I really like their Halloween and their fall decorations. Right. As much as I like seeing their big Christmas tree and the garland and stuff and everything, I just, I, I think I'll have to go for Halloween at Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. Last time we went, it was during Christmas. So I think if, if I had, I, I would prefer Christmas over Halloween. Um, but I think next time, if we were to plan another trip for later in the year, uh, later in the, like the fall time, uh, we'll probably try to go during Halloween. Um, I mean, two two years ago, or almost two years ago, I went on, I think it was in 2017, I went on December 11th, or I'm sorry, November 11th. I did a, one of the run Disney events. It was the 10K, um, and I went with James. And they had just started their, Hall- not Halloween, their holiday season, their Christmas and stuff, and so they had the trees up and everything. And, you know, we took pictures in front of the tree and everything. And I mean, it was awesome. Like I love Christmas and it was really nice being there at Christmas. Um, I think the one thing that gets me with Christmas at Disneyland is the fireworks show. Um, and as much as I love Disney fireworks shows, the Christmas one just wasn't doing it for me. Really? Because it was just like some Christmas carols and fireworks. There was nothing really special about it. There was nothing really over, you know, there was nothing really at all Disney about it. It was just Christmas fireworks. Um, but for Halloween, um, now that they've moved the Halloween party, and they, they've turned it into the Oogie Boogie Bash, and it's now at DCA, and they have this special Halloween world of color for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Now they're doing, at least this year, they're doing what used to be an exclusive fireworks show for Halloween for the Halloween party when it was at Disneyland. Now they're just doing it whenever they run fireworks for just the regular guests in Disneyland Park. And I'd much rather see the Halloween fireworks over the Christmas fireworks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd, I I would have to choose. Uh, if I had to choose one, it'd be Christmas. But if we get to go again, I think I'd like to go during Halloween. I'm not a real big Halloween guy, so... Um, yeah, if, if we could skip Halloween, I'd be okay with that, but well, as know. far as the retail industry goes, they've already started skipping things. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanksgiving. They don't get no love. So <laughs> no, I mean, you go to Hobby Lobby and Halloween's already on the way out. So yeah. 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 All right. So let's see what's next. Oh yeah. Newsweek. Uh, they did a survey where they ranked America's best customer service and it was, looks like 20,000 people were surveyed and Disney came out on top on a couple categories. Uh, they were the, for the second year in a row, the Disney cruise line 
uh, top the list of brands that exemplify outstanding customer service. Um, so they, they won in the cruise line operator category. Um, Disney parks and resorts were the best in its category. Uh, it says Disney parks and resorts, which is continuing an incredible year of growth and exciting new offerings. Um, and they, they mentioned Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Resort and Disney, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios earned the best customer service ranking in the amusement park experience category. And then the Disney store was awarded the top spot by consumers in the toy category. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of great customer service going on at Disney resorts, parks, cruise lines, stores. Uh, I love going to the Disney store too bad. It's like an hour and a half away, but whenever we go down to Denver, we always make a, we always try to make it to the Disney store, my little piece of Disney while I'm away. So, uh, let's see what else. Oh, did you want to talk about Maleficent too? a little, we're not going to do a review yet or anything. Um, but the box office numbers are in and, uh, it didn't look too great. Um, Let's see. It says here they only made 36. And now when I say only 36 million, uh, obviously if I had 36 million sitting on my table, I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> but, uh, when, when the, the, the movie costs $185 or $185 million to make 36 million in your opening weekend, um, isn't all that great. Um, it was way behind, I wouldn't say way behind, but it was behind Maleficent when it came out, which earned $69 million back in 2014. And then it was behind Dumbo this year that only made $46 million uh, back in March. So uh, luckily, uh, the overseas box office numbers are looking pretty good. And it looks like it's about $117 million, So they should get back about 150 million globally for the debut of Maleficent 2, which was a sequel to Maleficent. Um, That's quite a big difference between domestic and obviously it's right. One country versus all the other countries that it's playing. In, right. But right. Yeah, exactly. Still quite a big difference. Exactly. I know we haven't seen it. Uh, oh, it did say it bombed in Japan with only 3.2 million. So mm-hmm. I don't know where the other hunter and, 14, 113.8 million came from, uh, maybe China, uh, Europe. Um, so now it has been some time since the first one came out 2014 to 2019. You think that had any play in as far as a pretty big stretch? Um, do you think the sequel needed to come sooner or I mean, wait a little longer? I don't know. So what year did you say? It came out in 2014, the original. The what, what year did Frozen come out? Because we've got Frozen 2 coming out, coming out right. next month. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when Frozen came out, but it might be hard to compare the two because Frozen has such a uh, – I mean, they – it was 2013. Um, okay. So that's, that's going to be a year long. It's going to be a six-year Um and something tells me Frozen's gonna make Frozen's some money. gonna kill it. I mean, it's <laughs> whether or not it's gonna be good. I think initially that first weekend is gonna have high numbers. Yeah. It may tailor off after that if people if the word starts getting out, it's not any good. Right. But um, I personally think it's gonna be 
I don't think it's going to be astronomical, but I don't think it's going to be bad. And I think it's going to make them some money. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Disney's done very well this year at the box office. So, um, yeah, I don't feel sorry for him, but, uh, we'll see. Oh, no, no <laughs> they, they've made some records yeah. this year as far as box yeah. office. We'll see. Go. I'm, I'm hoping to see Maleficent too sometime this week, maybe, maybe Friday or Saturday. Uh, so I'll see how it is, but I do have to see the first, the first one. Cause I've only seen pieces of it. So I'm a, I'm gonna watch the first one this week and then, uh, try to watch, Maleficent two next weekend. Um, I just didn't have time to watch it, watch the first one yet. So I didn't want to go. So did you, did you find out if you own the first I, one? I asked, or not? I asked the wife and she's like, I don't know. So I got to go down to our movies and look and see if we own it. Cause sometimes I didn't do a very good inventory when I was, I guess not, didn't, you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I've I did, got, I'd, couldn't be like, yeah, it's down there. there. It's, it's down there. It's the third movie from the right on the second shelf. Uh, but yeah, I've right. got, yeah, no, I've I didn't got movies up here. Right. We've got a little, uh, like little cubby holes underneath our TV. And uh, I was cleaning out earlier. I, I had a movie from that I bought last year. It wasn't a Disney movie, just a movie that I still hadn't taken out of the plastic yet. I mean, so I mean, we, it could be, it could be very well down there. Uh, and I just didn't know it. So I mean, would anyone in the family have bought it other than you, or are you the movie uh, no, buyer? The no, uh, Marsha, Marsha might have bought it when she was when, when she was at the store. She she buys quite a few. Uh, I mean, has she seen it? Would she have bought it I without think, seeing it? I think it? she went to see it in the theater with the kids. I just didn't go. I just and you opted out of going yeah, to see it. it just, I, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of this. <laughs> I might have take away your Disney podcast. I've actually opted out of some movies, Disney movies at theater. Like I didn't see frozen in the theaters. I didn't see brave in the theaters. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah. I haven't actually, I just, it just didn't, there was nothing about it that was like, I got to see that. But uh, everyone that I've talked to, they say it's, it was a great movie. So not great movie, but good movie. Um, So I'll say, I'm just not a big fan of Angelina Jolie, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's made a lot of money, so I'll go see it. All right. Anything else on Maleficent movies coming out? Um, oh, I guess, yeah, we do have one more thing on movies, huh? Um, if you are going to be watching Monday night football tomorrow night, which by the time I launch this podcast, It'll probably Monday Night Football will probably be over. So if you were watching Monday Night Football, uh, you would have gotten to see the first and final. It says full Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker trailer because uh, it'll be it'll be played during the Monday Night Football game on Monday, October twenty first. Oh, actually, during halftime it says so. Um, now I know they've released some trailers, but I guess they're just calling those ones teaser trailers, and this is the first full trailer. Uh, and supposedly the final one. Really? Uh, so the other ones weren't according to this. Yeah, now this is Entertainment Weekly trailers. website. So yeah, take it for whatever you want. But apparently they weren't full trailers. So um, let's see. It says so far there's been a teaser trailer for the final saga film, Skywalker saga film, uh, released at D23 Expo that included a fair amount of new footage. 
but this will mark the first official trailer for the film and probably the last. So, so I know that seems yeah, yeah. very odd. Yeah, I don't know to... if that's entertainment weekly, just talking, I don't know, but I'll be watching football. Uh, so I'll be sure to check it out. Um, cause I've got, uh, there was quite a bit of new footage in right. that D 23 one that they ended up releasing. Right, but maybe they, the I don't know anyway. if they just counted, maybe that was a, but I mean, there, there were, there was stuff in that, like the first half of it was kind of like a quick glimpse of the rest of the entire saga before right. they got into it. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'll, I'll be watching it. Cause I've got, I don't know. You don't play, but I play, I play fantasy football and uh, I've got a player going tomorrow night. And the guy we've been talking about, we've mentioned his names a couple of times, James, he's actually in my fantasy football league and I'm playing him and he has, yeah, Jellyfish, Jellyfish James. James. And he has, I should, I should tell him to change his team name to that, to something with Jellyfish. Uh, so um, <laughs> he has a player playing tonight. I, I'm up by about 17 points right now. Uh, so I should win, but you just never know. So, uh, so good luck, James, tomorrow. Uh, but really, I don't mean good luck. So, um, <laughs> wow. Uh, and I think that was it on the movie stuff we had. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Last thing I wanted to talk about, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, I actually went back and did a little research uh, a couple days ago, four days to be exact, October 16th. Um, the Walt Disney Company actually celebrated its would be its 96th birthday. So in 2023, they will celebrate their 100th birthday. Now, this isn't the parks. This is the Walt Disney Company. Um, and uh, this actually came about uh, once they – where's the story? I got it right here. In 19, on October 26, 1923, Walt signed his first contract – with MJ Winkler to produce the Alice comedies. Um, and they never really had a, you know, they never really celebrated that date or, or did anything special with that date until November of 1970 when chief archivist, Disney legend, David Smith wrote a memo to, uh, let's see, his name was E Carden Walker. He was the president of Walt Disney productions at the time and basically told him, Hey, um, this is what we've come across, and this is what we're we're determining is the is the start of the Walt Disney Company, which would be October 16, nineteen twenty three. And he thought it would be. Um, he said we we basically need to do something for this anniversary. You know, fifty years is is pretty good. Uh, Walker was uh, eager to to do something, but at the same time, they had Walt Disney World in Florida that was getting ready to open up. Uh, open up what nineteen seventy one. And, um, so he said, yeah, we're going to do something, but let's kind of, let's, let's get Walt, Walt, Walt Disney world open first and, and then we can start planning. Um, so they came up with this logo. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the logo. Um, it's basically, it says happy 50 years, fifth, the five and the 50 is kind of in like a 1970s kind of font. And then the zero is it's a, it's a set of Mickey ears with a smile. Uh, it looks like, I don't know. It looks like something like a, I, I could have sworn the uh, the logo looks similar to something I've seen on a cruise ship, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to look at that later. Um, but 
so they they decided to 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 do this thing. They they got the logo and they put it over on on everything. Um, it was on uh, posters, albums, comic books, all kinds of merchandise. Um, so some of the things that they did for the fiftieth, um, they did a uh, see a parade at Disneyland and I believe at Disney World. Let's see. Yep. Uh, actually, no. They did the nineteen seventy three. Was it? Yeah, it had to be seventy three. It was the eighty fourth annual uh, pa- uh, Pasadena Tournament of Roses Parade. They had a float in the parade. Have you ever been to that? To the uh, yeah, the Rose the Parade. Rose Parade. Oh, that's, you, sh- you should no, check it I out haven't. someday. Uh, I don't know if it's safe to sleep on the streets anymore in Pasadena, but. That's how we used to do it when I was younger. We would just go stay the night uh, in the street. Yeah. And we, the would, street. we would kind of, and there's, you probably have to fight for like fight the homeless for the spots now, but uh, we would just be like homeless people. We'd be sleeping <laughs> on a sidewalk until the morning. Uh, so the last time I went, I think I went with Marsha right after we were married. So it's been, it's been quite a while. Um, no, actually, that time we too. slept at my sister's house and just drove out early in the morning. <laughs> uh, they also had a, <laughs> uh, a salute to Disney at the Orange Bowl uh, on January 1st, 1974 uh, with halftime dancers, singers, and et cetera. Um, see, in 1970, Dave Smith proposed a special episode of the Wonder- Wonderful World of Disney television series. And 50 Happy Years was broadcast on January 21st. And it showcased film clips, the creation of Disneyland and Walt Disney World, a preview of some uh, some upcoming animated features, specifically Robin Hood um, was, uh, was shown, uh, the preview for Robin Hood. And at the time, it was the fifth highest rated show of any telecast. Oh, it was the fifth highest rated show of any telecast that week. Uh, and it was a top rated installment of oh, okay. a, any Disney show for that entire year. Um, they came out with a 50 happy years, Disney artistry coffee table book, which I happen to own. Uh, I actually picked it up at a, uh, like a antique store slash flea market store down in Colorado a couple years ago. Uh, really good con- con- condition too. I think I got it for three bucks. So, uh, yeah, I sh- I should have showed it to you when you were out here, but um, yeah, I know. Yeah. So what the heck were you thinking? Uh, it says here Disney entered into agreement with an international publisher of art books uh, to publish the art of Walt Disney from Mickey Mouse to the Magic Kingdoms. It is a it features seven hundred and sixty three illustrations, uh, three hundred fifty one color. It's a four hundred and fifty eight page book marking the first major. Um, basically the first major book that there was Walt, Walt Disney art in. It was written by Christopher Finch. Uh, text was based off of interviews from Disney staff members and published on uh, October 16th, which was the actual anniversary date. Uh, the first two printings sold out in less than three months. And at the time was the most successful book venture of its kind in publishing history. Um, the latest edition was done in 2011. I don't think mine is a six or 73. I want to say it was 78. Uh, so it's not one of the original, uh, original ones, but one of the, okay. one of the ones a couple years later. Um, let's see. They had a, they released a 50 happy years of Disney favorites record. 
which I looked on eBay because I was like, "Ooh, that'd be that'd be cool to have." It's a uh, uh, it's got a bunch of characters on the front. Uh, it's got the logo "50 Happy Years" Tinkerbell at the top, but it's a two record. Um, um, album i i guess you, you you would say and uh it's got a bunch of songs from the time it was right now i want to say last i looked it was like 24 bucks on ebay so we don't i don't have a record player yet but maybe maybe i'll be getting one in the next couple months so it'd be cool i think to have that uh they're i mean they're really not that expensive no 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 not at all not at all and yeah i might i might ask for one for for christmas or something so uh, yeah, I mean, I'd cool like to one. have something retro one day, like a DVD player right. or something. I've got a special, I bought a CD set of Disney's things. It's like six different CDs, but inside that came with the, with a, uh, special like collector's edition record that I've never been able to play. So, uh, I saw one at Sam's club a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And it was, it, it looked like an old school record player, but you could play records that also had a CD player. Or you can, uh, uh, hook up. Yeah, uh, listen to it, your phone music with pen or with uh, Bluetooth, and we. Sh- I should have went ahead and bought it, but I but I didn't. So, uh, and then what else did they do? They uh, let's see, they had a bunch of memorabilia uh, with Walt Disney uh, on it. They some stuff from the Walt Disney archives that was just formed a couple years prior. Um, uh, the golden anniversary celebration culminated with a special version of the Disneyland Hollywood pa- or holiday pageant fantasy, uh, fantasy on parade, uh, 35 floats in the uh, parade all had the 50, uh, happy years logo on it. Um, and then on October 16, 1963, the specific day, um, the specific anniversary date, uh, was uh, commemorate commemorate com- commemorated by a special ceremony uh, at Town Square at Disneyland Park and hosted by Mickey Mouse and his friends. Uh, there was a th- it was a three-day celebration held between October 22nd uh, and October 20. There was a three-day celebration held between October 20 and 22nd with guest bands, special performances, etc. Um, and then there was a special, it looks like a, a special commission bronze medal that was given out to some of the employees uh, with the date. It says Walt Disney Productions on it, October 16th, 1923 to 1973. Uh, given out to some of the staff. I'd be, I think it'd be cool if I could find one of those on eBay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how much I'd have to pay for it, but uh, it was given out by studio head Ron Miller. Um, and it said, see and it was there was a note from it too it said we thought you might like to have this souvenir as a small token of our thanks for making this the 50th anniversary of walt disney productions the most successful in our history and then the back of the medal read um, a quote from walt disney says my greatest reward is i've been able to build this wonderful organization and also to have the public appreciate and accept what we've done all these years this is a great reward uh walt disney so um, I know the hundredth anniversary is coming up in four years. Uh, I would hope that they would have some stuff planned. Um, you know, we're still four years away. So, uh, they, I know they like to celebrate big anniversaries, you know, 25, 50, 60, uh, for the parks. Uh, matter of fact, Walt Disney world is getting ready to celebrate their 50th. Yeah. And they're um, doing all kinds of stuff for that. 
Yeah. So, so maybe kind of back in 1963, maybe the, maybe they're saying, well, let's get through the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world. And then, then we can plan something for the hundredth anniversary of the Walt Disney company itself. So, um, I would imagine that they'd do something. I don't see yeah. why they wouldn't. Yeah. So that was a couple of days ago. So happy, happy 96th birthday to the Walt Disney company, which basically everything we talk about on this podcast has to do with the Walt Disney company in some way. So yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's all I got for today, Cody. I don't know if you had anything else uh, that you wanted to talk about. That's about all I had this week. Awesome. Awesome. Looks like uh, sitting at right about an hour. So good deal. Good deal. Um, I guess I can uh, share our social media before we go. Uh, if, uh, if you want to check out our website, I'll start with the website this time, uh, com. What you'll find there now is basically we'll post our show. Um, we are looking to expand it soon someday. Uh, once I can, once I can figure out how to manage my time better. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, we're at talking Disney podcast, uh, on Twitter, we're at talking Disney on Instagram at talking Disney podcasts. And if you want to email us about anything about this show, past shows, things you might want to see on future shows, uh, talking Disney podcast at gmail.com is our website. Uh, shoot us a message there and, uh, and we will, uh, we will answer you back and, uh, hopefully answer the way you want to, what you want to hear. So, um, with that, that's all I got. Thanks for, uh, one, one last chance, Cody. That's it. That's it. That's All right. It. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, thanks for listening to us, to us ramble each, each episode. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if, uh, Oh, one more thing. If you are listening to us on, on what well, it's called Apple podcast now, I believe. Yep. Uh, it's not called, they don't call it iTunes anymore. Or no, they're 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 phasing iTunes out. iTunes is right. is pretty much no more. It's so, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy the show, uh, you can leave a review. You can leave a a rating. We would really appreciate it. Actually, would help uh, other people find us. Yeah, um, it, it helps with exposure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, and again, thanks for listening. And uh, we will uh, talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-U-S-E Be careful getting home. <laughs>
The Talking Disney Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and all material used during this podcast is property of its copyright holder and used for entertainment purposes only.